What's up, my babies? It's your handler, your GM, your BM, which stands for best may and never your DM, because if I'm in a dungeon, I am most assuredly not the master. It's Zach. I'm Zach. I am Zach. We have a special bonus episode this week because this is the end of an era. This is the last episode of pretending to be people that will be released on a Monday because in 2020, we are switching our release day to Friday. So the next episode will be out next year on Friday, January 3rd. But this episode right here, this episode right here is special. It's a bonus. This is the first episode we made for the Patreon. It's a Q&A from back in May. This is a taste of what our honorary police officers have access to for $5 a month. Wolf has an intro to this episode, so I won't keep you for much longer, but go to your Google Cal, put a horny emoji on every Friday in 2020, and enjoy this Q&A episode. Also, thank you so much for listening, and every time we get to interact with y'all on the internet, it makes my heart warm, and every time I see fan art on Instagram or over on the subreddit, it makes my heart hard. Okay, I love you. Okay, bye. Welcome, friends, to the nastiest radio show this side of the city. Y'all know I'm all about that nasty. This is 694.2 PTBP, Contention's greasiest and grimiest radio show, hosted by me, Wolf the Dog. Y'all know I'm such a nasty boy. Now, what ain't nasty is that y'all have been helping support us through a little thing called Patreon, and that makes Wolf feel real nice inside. Nasty nice. Keep them dollars flowing, y'all. Wolf needs to buy himself a big old nice bucket to fill with some tasty meat slop. We have yet another special presentation here on PTBP for y'all. We got ourselves another listener Q&A from that weird podcast called Pretending to be People. Remember y'all, there are spoilers abound here, so make sure you are caught up with what they're putting down before you take a listen. Now... It's time for this new band I heard to dish out some hot slop for y'all. I hope y'all ready, cause it's Kudzu with no backbone. Do the McCain rockin version. Rockin 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 bop, bop, bam, 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 Hey, that's John McCain. It's not me. Did he? He, he actually sang that at a fundraiser, didn't he? He did. Oh fuck! Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Have you not seen that video? I guess not. Yeah, he was like. It reminds me of that old uh, uh, Beach Boys song. Bam, 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 Iran. Yeah, and then he did it. What a country we live in. Welcome to... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the first Patreon episode. <laughs> is it, Are we live? <laughs> Thomas likes that we're kicking it off with that one. <laughs> when do you think bom- John McCain bombed her in? Twice in 89, and then uh, I think he's planning on doing it when he died. 
when he died. Is he dead now? He's dead, dead now. He died of brain yeah, cancer. So now, yeah. then, I guess, probably. Well, well he said that his in legacy like lives 2002. On. Yeah. So, 89 it was like Iraq. Was, uh, <laughs> also, 89, Iraq you thinking war, of Iraq? <laughs> in, uh, in 89? Mm-hmm. Oh, in 91? I wasn't born then. Okay. So I don't. So you don't. You don't need to know a, it's anything. It's impossible to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no. I don't think of anything before '93. Luke, you don't think of anything before '93 minutes ago. Ouch. <laughs> Boom. He got you. That's not true. I could tell you all about podcasts that I've listened to. <laughs> Un, unnamed podcast. I know every episode. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with gum frown. Oof. All right. I do, hey, I don't listen to that. <laughs> no, you listen to Cumtown. No, I listen to Cumtown. Gum frown is a terrible Gumtown. racist yeah. podcast that thinks it's doing it ironically. All right. Welcome to the Patreon for <laughs> pretending to be people. Don't let the Chapo subreddit hear you say that. Hey, first off, thank you so much. Thank for listening. You are a part uh, of an elite crew. Oh my god! Like we are so grateful and honestly, uh, fuck all the other people that listen to this podcast except <laughs> you guys. Except for you, yeah, you're the heroes. Absolutely, nonstop. You know what? You're the heroes. Yeah, let's all clap. Ah, woohoo! First question is from at stories colossal on twitter says if i give you money will you tell me what was up with that jump scare i'm spooked and i can't shake it well stories colossal step one you have given us you have given us money so yeah actually granted uh they i i said yes we'll we'll answer it tonight and uh and they said okay it's a it's a deal it's a done deal it was a pact we made a blood pact over twitter uh just please don't uh, awesome. un- please don't unsubscribe to the Patreon immediately. After you hear this uh, answer. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, thanks that's, for kicking hey, it if off. You that's five what, bucks that's what you wanted? Yeah. $5 for this answer? Absolutely. So mm-hmm. here's what happened We were in the room recording that episode, and in the middle of the Marvin Glass monologue, I fucking screamed. Like, I went for it. It was absolutely uh, in real life shocking. It yeah. made yeah. us all. We literally jump were like jaw, <laughs> jaw dropped, staring. Like, that's why there didn't seem to be much of a reaction, is because our reaction was not um, audio quality reaction. It was just. Was, I'm I'm doing it right now. You can't hear it, but I'm <laughs> again, Luke. This is an audio medium. <laughs> it was absolutely stunned silence. Yeah, our sure. jaws dropped. We were stunned, and uh, the reason that it sounded uh, even crazier on the podcast is the magic of audio editing. A uh, little behind the scenes here. Uh, basically, what I did was I layered my scream on top of itself three times. And I changed up the interval just a little bit. That way I wasn't, you know, at the exact same time each time. And then I modulated the voice, uh, I believe, uh, up and down, perhaps. So um, you added the spooky filter. I did. I, I clicked on my Audacity tab that says Spookify. <laughs> spooky. I, I think 90%. There was, you can check us out on Spookify. Yeah. <laughs> there were some questions as to what that was. That was just Marvin getting very angry. He got upset and he screamed. Uh and it sounded not of this world. It didn't. It didn't for some reason. I wonder why. And yeah, if you, uh, I've also seen some some questions. I saw somebody on Reddit said like, 
is this DM just crazy good at voices or is there a modulator in there? And the answer is Both. I yes. am very Both. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so every once in a while I'll uh, throw something up or down and uh, have a sandwich with it. But in between, like, it's all my voice. That's just an old audio pro term. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the biz, the, you know. In the biz. <laughs> Zach, could you do your best voice of anything for us right now? Oh, yeah, obviously. Give us your Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! (laughs) My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Very good. I think I nailed it. What is your your favorite... character voice to do so this is uh so actually growing up uh i i grew up with too far (laughs) (laughs) throwback (laughs) we're not trying to get too intimate on this podcast oh god i'm going to do it my dad is an awesome dad he reigns from heaven my dad is an awesome dad And uh, this is brought to you by Assemblies of God. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Uh, so uh, we are assembling, and uh, I am your God. I so feel God when in I this was younger, Cardinal's room uh, tonight. my dad, he did voices all the time for us. He's a total goofball in the best way possible, and I love him to death. And uh, he did Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Elmo, and it was always, I mean, in the morning, it'd be, huh, hi, everybody. I mean, just all he would just jump into it at any point in time. And uh, he was actually, I can never get down the the uh, like Donald, the Donald, Donald, Donald. Yeah. I think he can talk while he does. It. I'm still working that, on that right? one. The Donald I, Trump, I tried that my right, whole everybody, and never figured it out. Yeah, I mean, you can like mumble, yeah. but I can't say words. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, Thomas can actually do a solid machine gun. With his mouth, and I haven't Ooh, gotten yeah. him to do the Foley work on the podcast yet, but uh, one of these days, he'll get some extra points on the Patreon. Yeah, for, we're going to uh, debut that on an episode yeah, sometime. We'll, we'll have bonus content where we all just do, uh, what's the guy from, from Police Academy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael Winslow. Yeah, we'll do Michael, right? <laughs> That's, is yeah. that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Michael yeah. Winslow. Yeah. Michael yeah. Winslow impression. Yeah, the dad from uh, Family Matters. And so uh, we were, um, so we'll debut that at a, at a later time after Thomas meets with his vocal coach a couple more times. I do, yeah, I've got to do some work out. Uh, speaking of character voices, we we're kind of talking well, about that recently, like right, uh, and by recently, what I mean is right before we started recording and we all said, oh, wow, this is a good conversation that we should have had on microphone. Let's go for it. You didn't answer <laughs> yeah. my question Luke, is what is why your don't favorite, you have character voices? What is your favorite... <laughs> character voice to do in in pretending to be people oh my favorite one to do is drew andrews and that's why he's in yeah. it the most yeah yeah for sure it's one of my favorites also <laughs> could you give us a give us no, a little sample but um <laughs> no but uh what i can do is ask you guys what you're gonna do when you are playing a different character with the voices jail uh i'm not playing a different character <laughs> if clark dies i fucking die <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I've been working don't on it. Don't leave us, Joe. If I if I if I have to do a new character voice, uh, uh, I don't know what I'll do. Uh, I have a bad habit of slipping down into my uh, southern accent, uh, no matter what character I play. So I'm going to try and actively fight against that. But we'll see what happens. Do you think that's based on your roots? I reckon so. <laughs> Uh, Joe is from South America. If you didn't know that, that's a southern <laughs> Extremely accent. Extremely southern accent. <laughs> 
Luke, you do a uh, like a really out there character voice on the show right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I've been. I it's, do it, it so comes often. Back around the thing <laughs> is, like, I once I started doing this podcast, um, it's kind of like just slipped into my everyday life. Like, I've started just talking like Keith. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's yeah. insane. So I'm gonna have to get back to my my normal. You know what? I'm, I'm you thinking gotta, you got to shake off the character. When I'm you thinking go I'm home. shaking. I'm gonna shake off the character voice and talk in my normal voice yeah. for the next character. Which I mean, to I mean, no, no, no to the I Patreon mean, Luke- subscribers, you you know, this is just for you. But my normal talking voice is a little bit like this. Yeah. And I like talking like this. We don't hang out with Luke outside of recording. No, it's, a, so. it's impossible, <laughs> honestly. It. Well, I just uh, role play uh, during my life. Yeah, I've told now. you you can use your your normal voice when you're describing what your character does. Yeah, with but the rest I, of us I don't know. Too. We we tested it uh, with some uh, uh, some audiences, and it really didn't go over well. <laughs> and you know that might have just been the wrong crowd. But uh, people tell me I have a. a f- a face for radio and a voice for the library. <laughs> well, and the, the focus group said <laughs> a voice for closed captioning. <laughs> the focus group said that your voice was too smelly. Yeah, I don't. Stinky. <laughs> that reminds me, I no. haven't owned a toothbrush in so long. I really need to go buy one. How do you brush your teeth? I don't. Oh no. Well, I mean, I, I used brush to, his but... teeth. Yeah, he brushes my teeth. I let. Uh, I let. Thomas's dog lick my mouth clean because they wow. say it's cleaner than a toilet. Or, they do or say that. I heard <laughs> it, it, it is at least that. cleaner than a toilet. <laughs> That's a bar that you said. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you want to kiss me? Oh, my man. mouth is cleaner than a toilet. <laughs> uh, speaking of the character voices, uh, we we had some some interesting responses to Wolf the dog not being the radio DJ when we went to the city. Justin, what are you going to do if the story leaves contention <laughs> forever? I don't know. Let's probably just do uh, Wolf the yeah, Dog. Yeah, Wolf just <laughs> moves to the city, right? Yeah. I feel like Wolf the Dog Wolf travels. The dog got it. Wolf could Wolf get Wolf really successful in the city. Yeah. yeah, he expands his empire. Yeah, he's an up, more. He's an upward rising mobile individual. Wolf's an ambitious young man. Yeah. He is or, an influencer or whatever, <laughs> or whatever he is. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Wolf. <laughs> Yeah, and he's an influencer on social media. Did did people not like my NPR radio host voice? Oh no, actually, uh, I think uh, I think people were super into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. What if they like him more than Wolf? <laughs> well, Everyone's like, "Fuck that weird voice. Let's get more of this soothing Steve. boy." Steve. Uh, more there, Steve. There's a podcast that uh, a few months ago gave us a cool little shout out. They were they were caught up and listening, and they just uh, recently gave us another little shout out saying they were kind of catching up and caught up. And one of the hosts, this is the ugly mugs podcast. Oh yeah. The other host said that Wolf, the dog is one of his favorite things in the world and that he slips into that voice in his day to day lives. It was really cool. That's so fun. So that actually came about because we were hanging out of the house one day playing a game of everyone is John, which, which is I a, think we can touch on a, another question shortly uh, about right. this. Yeah. I think we, uh, like, that's a single page role playing game that we like to do when we're just hanging out on a Saturday. The games take what, like an hour, hour and a half. Toss, and so, yeah, yeah we eh. we can crack out two games or one long one. But we get along so feeling. well. Last 
eight hours. It lasted eight <laughs> hours pretty much every time. Uh, but in the middle of that game, Justin just started speaking exactly like Wolf the Dog and then immediately named the character in that improv. And I looked at him and I was like, Justin, this is a thing. Because <laughs> we, I mean, that was like what mid recording of, of, the podcast oh and, yeah we, and we were just like this is gonna be on the show we like, have to figure out a way and honestly i think that had a lot to do with how we figured out how to put an intro onto the show and we wanted to do a previously on but i knew how much work the editing was just to edit a right, show and yeah. put it out every week I really didn't want to put together a previously come, come on. through the whole fucking episode looking for <laughs> yeah, no, clips thank and like you. yeah. And so we uh, we kind of talked Justin and I and came up with uh, with the radio station. And I I love that it it adds it adds a character and it is so much more entertaining to listen to than a. Here's the thing that you like, especially if you're binging a show. It's oh like, my god! Here's what you listened to 20 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. It adds like a, for me listening to it even, cause I'm a, I'm like, I kind of listen to it after the fact with you guys. Like I'm, I, I wasn't involved in those recordings initially. So it's really fun for me to get like, as a huge narcissist who loves to hear himself. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> my voice. Oh yeah. If you guys don't know so that, it's about us. Much. <laughs> um, no, it was just fun to get to, to do this weird. I wanted to like help out with the podcast and like any way that I could. So it was fun to get to like actually add my voice because we had already talked it. about you doing the music yeah yeah and so it was cool to be like oh i'm actually like kind of like a character within this universe now which yeah. is very fun but he's kind you, of this other world you are one of the most well-defined characters in this universe <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah and you're like you're like an like a almost like a godlike character where you're like it's like how the you, fuck do you know he's mystical like, me and zach have talked ex like extensively about wolf's like backstory that may never actually get revealed but we have like all this weird like character history for him and it's I love real it. goofy and fun. Yeah, it's necessary in order for us to uh, to to get just all up inside Wolf the dog every week. All up in them guts. All up in them guts <laughs> when we're writing the uh, the intros. So that kind of yeah. leads us into uh, BF Evans nineteen wrote. Uh, have you ever? Have any of you ever played any interesting systems other than Delta Green or Pulp Cthulhu? No. And the answer is no. <laughs> no. We've I would like to specifically unshout out D and D. I don't know that I ever want to play D and D again. No. I'm playing Fuck a, I'm playing Pathfinder with a, a group right now, and it is it's fun every time, but it's like it's a different game. It's so different than Delta Green, where it's like you know you are just like in everybody's involved the whole time, and then with Pathfinder, it's like I. I'm having fun playing it, and I, like when it's my turn, it's be careful. Good. He's listening, right? Shout out to Andy. <laughs> Thank you, Andy, for running, for Andy. running Pathfinder. Oh, but, sorry, uh, Docs. Who lives Docs. at uh, Andy? After we finish this, let's play Delta Green. <laughs> Um, but but yeah we, we have yeah, played a lot of yeah, systems and yeah. we've played um like i said earlier we play everyone as john if we're looking to have a relaxed oh, afternoon and game. that one is so much fun it's a really time. fun game yeah besides so you um, have to have somebody like zach to to run it besides dungeons and dragons and delta green the only campaign i've gone through oh what was that called the Super scion. scion with uh, zach oh, and yeah. justin and you play i was there too <laughs> Oh, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Luke was playing a way less annoying character in that campaign. So I was actually a pretty cool character, yeah. yeah. 
I was the drummer. <laughs> um, you play semi-mythical like superheroes, kind of who who all follow an ancient pantheon of some kind, whether it be Egyptian, uh, Hellenic, or uh, like Aztec. Yeah, we played options. the fuck products of gods. Yeah, it was. Demi, Demi. <laughs> it was. It was so fun to like. I think sometimes like the gameplay in that system can be a little like. I think the gameplay in the system can be a little eh, like it gets like you can kind of get OP really quickly. Um, but the like character creation and the thought you put into like having this. What did you play? Uh... I was like a Kurdish rebel who killed. Uh, was it Osama bin Laden? I or believe it was Saddam Osama Hussein? bin Laden. Oh, it might Saddam have been Saddam. Or was it both? Were... I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I made both. my guy like this crazy like uh, assassin, basically. But I also had all these. We the powers were really interesting. And what was your your god? Ooh, I actually. I actually can't remember that. Do you remember part. your pantheon? What like category it came from? Was I like, was I a noob? No, someone else was Anubis. I think I don't remember. I, I have had no idea what mine or, was. Was I, was I a noob? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually I played an off uh, an offshoot an offspring. I played an offspring. I played the band the offspring. You played in the band the offspring, <laughs> and uh, I played a son of Dionysus who was a drunk priest. And that was a uh, that one was really fun. Super yeah. fun to play. I played a son of Apollo, I think, or Hermes. I don't remember. Who was just David Bowie, basically? <laughs> nice. It was a lot of fun. Aladdin, Thomas would Aladdin write Aladdin yeah, Aladdin Aladdin and Aladdin Thomas Sane. would write songs during the oh, yeah. sessions. Oh, there was one and about then, snow well, or something. Christmas time in London town. The streets are gray. Wait. <laughs> the skies are gray and the streets are brown. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It's my favorite song ever. Uh, uh, what was that system that we did a one shot one day of where you play heightened versions of yourselves? Oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the end of the world one. Yeah. Um, was it called Apocalypse? Dude, I have no idea. We need to look that up right now. Can we take a break? I got to pee. Oh. We'll uh, go ahead and take a break and we'll come back right after a word from our sponsors. It's DJ AJ. Welcome to Al's Tires, y'all. When Daddy's away, Junior will play this Saturday only at Al's. Junior's in charge, and we've got outrageous deals. Buy two, get two, any two tires. Buy them, get the next two absolutely free. Thanks to your boy, DJ AJ. Ladies get a further 15% off and a complimentary rim inspection. You know what I'm talking about. I'll be spinning the freshest cuts and selling my proprietary jewel blend while supplies last. So come on down to Al's Tires this Saturday only. Thank you to Product for advertising on this uh, here podcast. I was product really, has changed my life. I was really excited that we had uh, that product on this time because that is one that legitimately, like, I, on a daily basis, think about or use. Well, like, product in my toes, product in my hair, product in your ears. Don't put things in your ears, but product... Goes everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, product everywhere. everywhere. I know I said last week that I was going to buy two. I think I'm going to up the order. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I you got to. I think I got to. I think um, four is appropriate. So, uh, I'm putting we were, so much product up my penis. We were in... Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's a fun place for it. Save it for later. Spicy. So, so the, uh, the, the game that we were talking about was called The End of the World. Uh, we played... I think there's six different variants on it. 
Uh, we just did, remembered it. Also. Yeah, we, we just remembered. Uh, yeah, we didn't have to look. We that have up, great right. memories, and it is called the end of the world. Thomas was right. You get uh, five points of luck. Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, I am writing <laughs> that down. <laughs> so what? What? Uh, what else? So did, we played. Else? Yeah. So we played that zombie apocalypse into the world. Uh, Joe, you were the one who brought that up that day where we played the uh, the bigger versions of ourselves, where we actually the stats on that game are built by making what you think are the stats for yourself, right. and then the group votes on whether or not you are right. Yeah, <laughs> that is oh, incredible. I forgot about that part. Did we have too many like? disagreements on that we had uh two slight ones uh we just up <laughs> stats right like typically that's yeah. what we do yeah <laughs> makes the game more interesting but no, on I, that I, one, spent, I feel like people underestimated themselves right yeah that was uh that was one where we were like hey man you're smarter than that one of the fun things about that uh that scenario i guess i don't know if they all work this way but you play heightened versions of yourself and then we played uh that we were in our town so it was like we went over to so and so's brother's house that we all have been to before. It was actually and, oh, it. It you are supposed to play where you are, right? Yeah, you you're, start the, the whole, game, yeah, right, in the space where you're playing, and then uh, we actually moved pretty quickly to our friend Jake's house. And Jake was on the podcast. He played a young Ferguson Beans. Rest in peace. And, and we'll hopefully be on the podcast again. And we'll hopefully um, be on the podcast. Also, again. we did, but uh, Jake's here's backyard free- neighbor. Jake's backyard neighbor is Justin's brother. Yes. And we started our zombie story by making him the first infected, basically. Oh, or the that's first, right. The first oh, one we perfect. saw. Ryan yeah. was... Ryan, shout out to Ryan. Everyone Ryan Everyone has a Ryan Sala at your local... Metagames. Store. Everyone has a Ryan Sala. And Ryan Sala runs our local gaming store called Metagames here in Springfield. That Who is have, right. Metagames has been very good to us. And Ryan, that will cost you $25 for that <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Also, shout out to Jake's Vegan Burgers. That's another 25. Ooh. We just made $50 this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we know? <laughs> so that was, uh, that was a really fun one. And actually, about uh, three quarters of the way through that game, we took a little, uh, we took a little detour. Oh, yeah. In real life. Yeah. In, not in the game, even though the game was based on real life. It, in real, real life. What was it? Your dad Wait, needed help with some horses? Oh, I was there for that. Yeah. Yeah, you were yeah. here for this game. Yeah, the horse. The, we went out to my uh, my parents' house. Shout out to um, Jake, who I don't has know if he, Jake's Vegan Burgers. I don't think he needed help with the horse, oh, like, but we did just get really drunk and hang out with my dad's horse. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> who, is, also, who is also named Jake. Yes. <laughs> so Jake, uh, the human, got to meet uh, Jake the horse. Yeah. And they couldn't stop staring at each other. They knew. When two Jakes, two Jakes is a movie, I think. But when two Jakes meet, they know. Well, and it was awesome to see Jake ride Jake, but I won't <laughs> tell you who rode who. <laughs> Justin, have you played any other interesting game systems? Why, yes, Zach, I have. As a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, I've actually played uh, Dungeon World a little bit, oh, which cool. I am a big fan of. Um, I was actually running a campaign for some friends that. Uh, crumbled spectacularly if i may say so myself uh probably in ways that people can guess i don't want that's a very fast-paced system right or am i confusing it with something else um it's easy all the roles are like are pretty simplistic uh i haven't done i actually forgot what the you basically always roll the same like is it like two dice 2d6 i think is that a powered by the apocalypse 
yes, game? Yes, okay. yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think is Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds. Yes, and yeah. um, what else? Uh, Monster of the Week. Those are all powered by the Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Oh, did we was, ever play Monster of the Week? We still haven't, okay. no. But it was, it was so fun. Like, it was my first time getting to host something, and this it like you guys said like with D stuff sometimes you wait for your turn and it's just like Ugh. it's interminable like, there's so many things you have to think about whereas dungeon world is so fucking get that like let's let's make this story happen let's do this shit instead of like okay get your rule books out and look at all your numbers yeah. and yeah. everything and speaking of getting to run stuff uh a couple of the days where we've played everyone is john as a friend group uh we've had i i've gotten to play and I believe Thomas has run Everyone I've, is John. I've run one, yeah. Did you do the underwater F1 thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was very fun. And Luke, did you run one? I haven't run one yet. But you're but interested I, in hopping I would, in. I would like to do it just to dip my feet into... I've never like ran a game before. It was a fun way to learn a little bit about DMing. It's the only thing I've ever run. But like, you know, you have... 10 or 15 minutes to prepare and then you just have to wing it and it was it was fun it's a it's a improv olympics you 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 so you set out right. a few goals for yourself and then have fun there's really no structure to it beyond what the dm yeah. writes in 15 minutes or so did yeah. we talk about this game at all did we talk about how everyone is john works oh no we didn't but if you want to hop into it be my guest well so literally everyone is john <laughs> john is is one character that you all kind of take turns controlling. Um, and before you start playing the game, you set specific goals for John and try to, two specific goals for John, and you try to meet them uh, sometimes as many times as you can. Yeah, and each character and, voice has uh, two talents. Right, You yes. So you're basically controlling this person who's just losing his mind as he gets compelled by wildly different uh interests so that and then the dm tries to set up the world to to meet the make those goals meetable like joe said it's improv olympics yeah. yeah and uh we all try to win a medal also like whoever's running the game tries to you know get everybody to get meet those goals like uh there's one what you somebody wanted to play with the beatles was that you joe yeah so you kind of set up the goals you have one that seems impossible and then you have one that you kind of do Pretty on a repeated easy, yeah. basis so mine was i i it was to play in the beatles was my un- unreachable goal and then i think the other one was to steal stuff or something like that right so no I, I tried to steal for free you or steal you got corn dogs yeah or something. something like that i just tried to steal stuff as i made my way toward the stage that thomas had created where the beatles were having a reunion concert <laughs> i tried, tried to get john there <laughs> I remember there was one where I like one of my talents was like I was really good at like sucking on stuff. Oh, and so yeah. like I attached It's really uncomfortable I, to play role playing games with Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I attached myself to the bottom or top. to the top of a car a moving vehicle <laughs> with my mouth. Yeah, I mean <laughs> if, if that's not using your talent, then I don't know what is. Use your mouth, Luke. I think, uh, I think Jake had one that was like, he just wanted to like drink milk. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> His two. That was the one that won, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He yeah. drank a he lot drink of milk. milk. Like well, no, because other people kept drinking things that had milk in them somehow. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, because if other people achieve yeah. your goal, uh, then oh, you right. get the points exactly. for it. Like somebody's like, I'm going to drink a like a white um, Russian. Um, yeah, a white Russian or a milkshake. Or- that whole drink was, yeah, latte-based. So um, <laughs> we've, got another, uh, we've got another question here from Limey Well. 
Uh, I think it was on Twitter. I just got a Tinder match. Oh, congratulations. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, Pause. Let's, uh, let's hear that bio. Yeah, let's look at this. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, uh, today, earlier in the day, it said I had a free boost. So I've been matching with a lot of people. Oh, you've been bo- like matching like crazy? So I matched with just now. It's uh, a fun name. Just the quintessential goth girlfriend, e-girl, TM, new to Missouri as of 527. Show me what you got. Wow. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> On an extremely similar note, Limeywell asks, are you going to post up the campaign notes when it's complete? Uh, my answer is, you know, whatever Zach says, that's... <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> yeah, you can take your own notes. If, along uh, with the podcast but <laughs> if someone will pay me i will take pictures and post them online are you gonna go into my journals with uh, my information that i have about all of you in the you campaign don't, well, the you last don't time, know that i haven't last already. time we did that i found out a disturbing fact about you which is why i'm now wearing my vans at your house yeah i everybody else took their shoes off when what? i came in but luke kept his on because uh my shoes are on trying to see those toes baby <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, what shoes are you guys wearing right now? So the actual <laughs> answer to that question is, uh, I I think uh, yeah if, yes if there's interest uh, when this uh, when this uh, first arc uh, story arc with these characters of this campaign is finished I'll I'll probably type up something and uh, send it off or just self publish it if if that's something people are interested in for those of you listening you would be the ones who would who would probably get it. Uh, as Patreon subscribers. When, totally. When, uh, is campaign notes a specific thing? Does he mean typing up this campaign? Yeah, so basically what I would do is... For I For other people to run? Yeah, I would outline the town and the characters in the town and then uh, some sort of... Uh, a chain of events with you, uh, to match with, your timeline exactly, and then and then you would all have to do with that what you will because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and you could invite your new friend that has never role played and make them be Keith. Yeah, man. And <laughs> oh god, don't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I that would be extremely fascinating. I would I would love to hear how other campaigns went that uh, played oh, that would be played super in cool. the setting. That would yeah, be, absolutely. That would be extremely interesting to me. Um, let's see. We've got another one here. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's a user on Reddit. It's uh, J-O-R-S-E-S-H-O. Jorz's Ho. Like horses ho. Jorz's Ho. I don't know. Jorz Ho. Jorz Show. Jorz Show. How do you determine the mental disorders the guys suffer from? Uh, it's a really good question, and it uh, it took we, some balance here. We yeah. just add the ones from our own lives. And- <laughs> Uh, has since I don't listen to the other guys' stuff, do that? Does the audience know all of our disorders? You know, I'm not sure. If I don't, we've, I don't uh, think we know. I don't any think of we've them said right it. Now, well, right? then uh, that's that's not going to specifics. Then yeah. unless you want to here, um, I think it's fine to not go into specifics here. Basically, I met with each of you individually, and we had a quick conversation about it where. I told you what I was thinking, a base outline for what the disorder would be, and you said yes or no. can't remember how that went down, but we muddled it and whittled it down to something that we could play and with. Historically, in our past games, the disorders have always been kind of based on whatever happened to what give us that sanity it, yeah. loss. Right. So on the last episode, we actually, the last Q&A, we talked about how Luke's previous character, Dr. Denny Dennison, a.k.a. Wormfingers, he had a... <laughs> had a scat fetish. He had a scat fetish. A Debilitating scat fetish. Luke, do you actually remember? <laughs> I I remember the clue that led you to become infatuated with the poop, but I I remember I there was something like 
I had to dig through a toilet. Yes. To find a clue or, yes. or to find something. Yeah. And like while doing it, I lost enough uh, to hit your breaking point. To yeah. hit my breaking point, so I developed a scat fetish. And you know what? I really ran with it on that one. You sure did. <laughs> so I believe in that one. We were actually playing a bit of a body horror campaign where you guys had uh, the spawn of an elder god oh, inside right. of you in the form of these little white gooby spiders. And Luke's character was bent over the toilet, puking spiders like these like goopy monsters into the toilet when he saw a note, but a previous character maybe hadn't flushed when he rolled poorly or something. So I had to dig through to get what I had thrown up through puke and poop to find a note left by a character who had been in the bathroom. So I I lost that sanity. And then, um, you know what? It was really the perfect thing for that character to have developed. Patreon subscribers, we promise you more of this. Yeah. <laughs> One of mine Ew, in that in poopy goo goo gaga. In that last campaign, I just uh, that's a little taste of the next character voice. <laughs> Don't let Keith die. Already got a, <laughs> already got a catchphrase. Joe, what were you saying? I, uh, I I saw a ghost girl in a window for one of my disorders that sent my sanity right to the breaking point, and I just was scared of kids from that point on. Children. It doesn't always have to be as gross as scat fetish. <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's an extreme, I'm pretty sure. I would say that children are just as gross. <laughs> but also, children and poop are. Also just funny, because I... Equally as stinky. I don't remember any specifics of like you acting that out, but I just can't imagine. We ran like, into a group of kids in an alley one time, and I... Uh, I so oh wait was that that town full of just yeah. the weird fucking kids so when you hit your breaking Ugh. point sometimes you don't have any control over what your character does yeah and so i uh ended up running the opposite direction and like across town and away from you guys i didn't get to be part of whatever was going on for a few minutes <laughs> that campaign was really cool because we passed through this uh very creepy town in arkansas coming back from a show we had seen zach and i uh, and another friend of ours and we were like, fuck, this would be an amazing We town. can say like, what we went and saw. Was it? Uh, it was Harmon. It Harman was when town. we went to a live town. episode yeah, we saw of live Harman Harman town, town at a casino in <laughs> Arkansas. When, uh, when Thomas and I were somehow more sad than we are now and still listening to Harmon Town. <laughs> no, Harmon Town was less sad. I don't know, man. But we were going through the I don't want to alienate any Harmonians. No, of course. Why would we? Because uh, they're all <laughs> sad losers. <laughs> And we too have, uh, yeah, and we've been there, so, so you can get out of it. <laughs> but no, Harmontown was one of the things that brought uh, Zach and I that got us interested oh, in role playing. Absolutely. Um, have you guys ever watched Rick and Morty? So Harmon Quest, <laughs> was I'm not a- smart enough to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes, Harmon Quest was awesome. I really enjoyed it. So uh, we were on our way back from Arkansas and went through this super creepy Very town. Creepy that town. Then we based, uh, uh, I based a town like that- three months of our play on. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and was, it worked. It was super. <laughs> yeah. It was super fun. Was that when we were doing the like a uh, in the caves and shit? with uh oh, yeah. Was it hotel. a different one where it was like the uh, the church put on the Halloween? Uh, yes, that was different. That was, that, S- same that was campaign. Same characters, but different scenario. Okay, yeah. That was a real fun time. Uh, that's based on the Helen, Texas campaign, right? Written by Scott Dorward of the Good Friends of Jackson Elias podcast. And actually, fucking huge shout out to Scott Dorward because when I was running Helen, Texas during that campaign, I posted on the Call of Cthulhu subreddit and... 
I got some awesome responses from people who had also run that scenario, but also Scott responded who wrote the scenario and gave some fantastic insight into how I could finish up that scenario in a uh, in a really interesting and uh, horrifying way. That's super duper cool. And I remember I came to you guys. I was like, oh, my God. No. Yeah. You were yeah. very yeah, excited. Were very we were all stoked. excited, too. Reddit is obviously the best and worst website in the world <laughs> because you can create anything on there. But if you're into something very niche like this, like there, it's there's nowhere else you can go really. Honestly, the, the community of role playing in this game, Call of Cthulhu and Delta Green specifically, is so fantastic. Actually, um, yeah, that Scott Dor- that that freaked me out and that, I got so giddy. But then well, I we was in my like, kitchen like that was years ago, right? We yeah, were just that was, dorks. I, that excited I, us all a lot. We were, we're just yeah. like, oh, we're playing the full role playing game and the guy who wrote it nope he he talked to me uh and then like a month ago i was in my kitchen doing dishes listening to their podcast which i've been listening to for years now and they started talking about pretending to be people and i lost my shit yeah (laughs) incredible i was i was so happy but speaking of the people within this uh within this hobby being fantastic humans uh one of the guys who is uh, very responsible for Delta Green, the role-playing game, becoming a game. His name is uh, Dennis Detwiller. And I was writing a paper for my undergrad about why role-playing games are a positive influence on both the individual and society. And I needed to interview someone. And so I found his email through his Patreon and I emailed him a bunch of questions, not thinking that uh, he would he would respond. I emailed a bunch of different people because he was one of the, the creators of Delta Green, the game that is the only game that I've ever run and obsessed over. And he responded oh, like so quickly with these amazing in-depth responses. And it blew me away. And I didn't even realize when I asked for some of his credentials, uh, he was uh, he was the artist of he was one of the artists for the original Magic the Gathering. No way. Oh, so oh, that's cool. cool. Card game. Yeah. Like, very, very uh, dope. Painting the cards. And yeah. Stuff. That's he's an incredible cool. artist. I think he worked for Marvel uh, for a while. And what is Marvel? It's AI. Uh, they're kind of big now, uh, <laughs> actually. It's funny. Little indie comic book company. They're doing real good for themselves, you know? It's, so that that also, I mean, that just absolutely blew me away. And he's he's done some interviews on some podcasts recently that have been so fun to listen to and really in depth. Um, yeah, shout out to Dennis. He's he's doing just amazing work and keeping the game that we love alive. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Dennis! <laughs> Uh, yeah, an alternative name for Delta Green is the Dennis System. <laughs> oh. <laughs> separate entirely that is that is a good dm's like guideline for (laughs) if you want to make your players terrified yeah man delta green's real i know we don't play the uh the rules as written in this so uh your characters uh are a little bit uh hardier than they would be in delta green absolutely yeah um but we still just and we also which is why pulp cthulhu was made exactly just to offer a slightly different play style exactly and like we we also in the past you know have played as government agency you know members before but for the podcast wanted to do a little something different so we are playing a a a a outside of the normal realm of delta green and this whole in this whole campaign yeah like um I don't. Were you in those Delta Green sessions where just people would drop like 
flies with me whenever we first started justin when we first started i went through three characters in three games yeah i i remember just like having a character that survived like three sessions and being like i can't die like it's like this like you feel like a god but normally it's just like Oh, you, you you roll something wrong and you're fucking gone. Yeah, and like, your character becomes the expert in the group on the mythos within one session. Yeah, because you just <laughs> out-survived one other person and it's like, I, I guess I'm the veteran. <laughs> I think like, that's that's why straight Delta Grieving rules are great for one-offs. When you're like, you've got yeah, totally. a few people together to play a, uh, a one-night scenario. Yeah, when you have six hours. It's six people, three people are going to totally. die or more. Like, yeah. And it's fun to feel that uh, fragility, like to be like I'm. I could I could die because I feel like yeah, so many other things. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned this or not, but I think we lost our first. The first one I played, I think we didn't win, right? Oh, or did no. I just get too drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe died. All lost. And then, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know that I've been a part of one that we've won. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah well because yeah like the losing the, upwards like the <laughs> exactly. doctor the dr denny uh, dr denny Dennison one i ended up becoming like a a servant to the demon oh you be, well yeah you became a uh, servitor of uh oh fuck uh glocky uh, the elder oh, yeah. god who is in the labyrinth was it underneath I, I the world. Oh, it was Ihort's the one who made us vomit spiders, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, spoilers for spoilers, that. spoilers yeah. for that elder yeah. god. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, uh, did we any leave? new players to Delta Green? If you find yourself vomiting in spiders, it's Ihort. Might be Ihort. <laughs> Don't say his name. Let's do a quick break. Al from Al's tires here. I would like to offer my sincerest apologies to all of you who may have heard a recent advertisement on this radio station, ostensibly from Al's Tires. I assure you, Al's Tires disavows that message and its content completely. It does not reflect the values and standards of Al's Tires. We shy unabashedly from that sort of empty braggadocio and flash. My son, Al Jr., suffers from acute hyperactive attention deficit disorder leaving him as devoid of business sense as he is a sense of basic radio propriety. He will no longer be watching Al's Tires on Saturdays unsupervised. Several weeks ago, my beloved wife Molly suggested I take out a local radio advertisement, and while I was at first reluctant, the resulting 7% increase in business was, frankly, intoxicating. But seeing the impact of fame on my family, and my son Al Jr. in particular, has me questioning whether Al's Tires hasn't lost 7% of its soul. So for the next few weeks, we're going to do a little less talking and take some more time to listen, pray, and reflect. All sale prices mentioned in the original advertisement will, of course, be honored. Thank you, and God bless. We've got another question here from Reddit from user, oh boy, Rina Furon. Rina Firon, Rina Firon, Rina, Rina, Rina Firon asks, are there different classes? It seems magic is available in this world. Did the boys just choose not to go down that road with these characters? I'm going to let you guys field this one because we've this is our third campaign together and right. we have some experience with this. So, yes, magic is available. Uh, I, this is actually a question for you, Zach. Is it available from the outset? You kind of have to find it as a character, don't you? That's that's what we've done, and that's fun, I think. I don't Which think is why I don't think any of us... I've, is there a mechanic for it to start out with? Can you find it to start 
I believe in the rules of Delta Green, rules is written, you can take a, uh, from the top, you can have an experience with the unnatural. However, we have never played that way. And the rules, I think, would totally allow for you to be an advanced kind of character in that if you wanted to be. But when we've done our longer campaigns, I think I'm the only one who's been given magic in one of those. I think you're the only one, as far as I can remember, you're the only one that has used magic. And it was a pretty long process, and it was cool. Zach made, literally, he handed me at our friend Jake's uh, pizza night. Pizza night? Shout out to Jake Heron again. This hand-drawn... Jake's Vegan uh, Burgers, 25 more dollars. Jake's Vegan Burgers, you owe us 50 (laughs) for for the app. Get the total. This hand-drawn little notebook with all these symbols and like weird incantations in it and shit, and like it was awesome. And he just like, he handed it to me silently. He's like, he's like, you know what this is? And I was like, I don't know what this is. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. But, so, um, that was actually so dope. I remember that so clearly. So the uh, Call of Cthulhu put out a supplement called the Grimoire, the Grand Grimoire. And I was so fucking stoked for that book because so that's it, a Call of Cthulhu mechanic, not yes. a Delta Green mechanic. Yeah. So okay, that, cool. that, that, those, that book, uh, is for the Call of Cthulhu game, and it has every single spell that has been used in a Call of Cthulhu scenario in the book, alphabetized and ready to oh, go. That's awesome! And so I went through it, and I found ones that I thought fit into the campaign that we were uh, currently running at the time. And what I did with it is I buried it in the grave of Joe's character's brother. And that character, the brother, was still alive. Yeah. And Thomas's character oh, yeah. found the book in that grave, thus learning that Joe's character's brother was still alive. And, and that was still a closed game at the time, so we did right. that in game. We, fig- yeah. we figured out and found out in game. It was real. It was real cool. And basically, for that game, the whole idea was that you guys were playing cowboys. Uh, as the terminology goes in Delta Green, within the uh, within the lore of the system, there are two factions of Delta Green. There's the Cowboys and the Program, and the Cowboys are these uh, these guys who've been doing this forever, who have the cells, A cell, B cell, all the way down, and they are there to protect. The world from the mythos and then uh basically the program was this delta green uh organization basically the ones who uh were brought over from majestic 12 which is an organization within the original delta green game i'm getting into some deep lore here but basically uh joe's character's brother was the leader of the opposition group Nice. Oh, badass. And they found out that he was alive and they found this spell book. So uh, Thomas was allowed these, like, I think I gave you like eight spells. They were all um, as powerful as they were fucked up. Because um, you had to and do something in order to cast the spell, right? They cost, I think, willpower and some other things. They they all exact, like, they were costly and they weren't guaranteed is the thing. I lost yeah. my arm trying to cast right. one of them. I remember that um, one so specifically. Was that the helicopter one or so within, had you fucked it up? I, rem- you lost I remember this scene so well. So in that town that we based off uh, in Arkansas, right, there yeah. was a cave because um, there was some sign we saw in this uh, like 
seemingly abandoned town in Arkansas. Oh, yeah, it was like Trail of the Hill People or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> That's like, exactly yeah. what it said. Oh, and and we, no, we also... Cave like, People, I think. Trail yeah. of the Cave People. And so I immediately was like, oh, gonna goink that for our game. And it, it was like, it's a cool, I think, archaeological thing that I'd like to go back to. But yeah. It sounded spooky as fuck. Yeah. And in the game, it was. And uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> they got, there was this woman up there who was a, uh, who was a, a mythos um, tainted uh, creature at this point, And she had trapped them. And Thomas tries to pull off the spell and rolls a fucking crit fail. This the spell if it had been successful, I believe would have transformed some of the blood in my body into this like damaging dust, right? That yeah. shoots out my arm. And so I'd pulled it off a couple times yeah. uh, before this and this time yeah, I rolled the crit fail and instead of the blood in my arm turning to dust, just my whole arm turned to dust and, and then fucked fell up and to was the ground. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, not to get too, sorry, Luke, go on. I was going to ask, I just, was this the woman that made us drink blood out of a bowl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so it was one of our more lighthearted adventures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, not to get too deep on just me and Thomas talking about a past campaign, but, uh, one of my favorite role playing nights of all time was actually just Thomas and I sitting at my kitchen table and that character had just gotten this spell book that you know that he had found and he went out to the woods to oh my god yeah to try to experiment with some of the spells was, was this the professor character this was the professor uh professor Richard Ryland Oh, Dr. Dr. Ryland. Dr. Richard, Dr. Ryland. Richard Ryland. Yeah. And your wife was Elizabeth. Sick. Was your Elizabeth? Elizabeth, Elizabeth was she my dead? wife is terribly ill. She was she was very ill. She's very ill. <laughs> and said so, that a lot. So one of the spells in the book was it wasn't quite clear what it did. That's why I had to experiment on it, but it looked like it would Right. Transfer a in, life into a into a healthier body. Yeah. Can you go into like none of the spells in the spell book actually said? Yeah. Exactly. They just kind of had. Um, fuck. I don't. I don't remember. They had. They had I'm sure, I still have it somewhere. Yeah. Too. They had obtuse and vague names for the spells, yes. and then light directions. So very, very much so. <laughs> so he didn't necessarily know what they were going to do, but what he did do was go out to a gas station and uh, find I, some. I Right, Dr. Ryland picked up a, an aimless teen. Yeah, three of them, I believe. Oh, that's right, aimless teens. And yeah. he took them out to the woods, and he tried to switch their body with deers. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. So he, like, <laughs> shot a deer and then tried to transfer the life of one of these uh, boys into the body of the deer. And... Uh, <laughs> It was one of the most fucked up and horrifying nights of role playing I've ever had in my life because I was the <laughs> it one. Got real fucked up. I was the one playing. I was the All DM, the boys. but I was playing these Call of Cthulhu characters, basically, who were stuck in the woods with a goddamn sorcerer. <laughs> Wait, so I, I I don't know if you told us about this or if this was just no. That, you that did was it that was specifically something that I think I kept from you guys in the campaign yeah. because so did that I work? had I. No. <laughs> um, no. So did I, you just kill three teenagers? Uh, he or actually at least they, one teenager, maybe. If I remember correctly, they tried to run away, and then you use that the one that you lost the spell that you lost your arm to. Uh -huh. You use that to disintegrate them. 
So the teens didn't get away. Um, well, the the spell that I remember you casting in that was uh, to down a, a helicopter. That was the blood arm one. I was trying to shoot my blood dust at that helicopter to down it. I don't know if I succeeded in that one or if that's where I lost my arm. I actually can't remember. You lost your arm in the cave, but it doesn't matter. It was okay. a very... So you, you successfully downed destroyed a helicopter. A helicopter <laughs> with blood I dust. don't know why, but like for some reason, we were found out of all the shit that we have, had been doing. Yeah, I don't that. know if you've been listening, but I'm pretty lenient on uh, <laughs> what is allowed to happen in the games because it's so much fun. And yeah, it, like the more fun shit that happens, the better the game is, in my opinion. And I'm not going to step in your way. It's so it's so much sucks when you're like, yeah, like you you do not do this often. And when you do. <laughs> well, Ooh, okay. a stinging qualifier. You, no, no, you, you do it for good reasons. I mean, I, I say you don't do this often. You do it very sparingly. But it's like the only times you say no is when I'm saying something and I'm like, there's no way that he says yes to this, and then and then and then you say no, and I'm like, okay, I knew that. Yeah, I just I was just listening to an episode where um you Luke as Keith. Oh, it's it's where you uh I was re-listening to the episode where you kill your brother. Yeah. I I was like kind of fuzzy on those events, and yeah. I was like, wait, what happened with all that? So I listened to it again, and you shut off the power to uh Fergie's house. Then you try to go back through this automatic door, and Zach's like, "You prop that open, right?" He didn't. He didn't <laughs> yeah. just say like, "You can't get back in," yeah. which I sure. think is a very tempting DM instinct sometimes. But it's it's so much more fun to just get to Keith murdering right, right. Yeah. his I w- brother I, and that I would have found like, yeah. a way around it, but also it would have just right. taken up time. A, like, a roadblock exactly. for roadblock's sake is not exact, a fun thing. Exactly. Yeah. If it's if it's really something stupid you've done, sometimes yes, but like this was straight up just like yeah, there's no reason to not get you back through the store. Sure. Like, Recently, also, I was talking to Andy, who is Luke's DM in that Pathfinder, Pathfinder game, and uh, shout out we to were we Andy. shout out to Andy. We were talking about the campaign that you're actually playing in right now, and he was uh, asking me about ways to carry forward. And I kind of told him, I was like, "Well, if you want him to do something that you don't expect, give them a dead end." And it's what I did with uh, Thomas and Luke in the in the box that was hanging over the, the pulping the juice box as I thought of it, um, where the fighters, uh, the loser got pulped and juiced onto the crowd below. I basically, I put you guys in there. I had no fucking clue. I'd honestly, um, listeners, uh, I know uh, you're ready I, for us to get pulped. No, I I know that you think that uh, I'm I'm paying really close attention, and I am. But I forgot Luke had that gun. Uh, <laughs> dude, that is exactly that is that's exactly, hilarious because we had confirmed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Is like, did you remember that I had that? No, no, I didn't. And when you pulled it out, I was like, yes, dick gun. <laughs> so, like, what was what, uh, what what would an alternate reality be if? You know what? Keith isn't as stupid as you think he is. <laughs> and an alternate reality is that we do a strength test on each other to beat each other to death. Yeah, and, and right. one of you fucking kills the other one. And Wait, it would real have been quick. Really fun. And then we just go into the next character yeah. or something. Yeah. Um. Actually, let's oh, go I've, ahead. And... I've got a fifty. What do you have in strength? Strength. We've uh we've got some dice here. We could settle. No, this. We're, yeah. I. You need. What's your score? Strength. Fifty-five. Okay, you've got five more than me. So whoever rolls the highest without going over beats the other one to death. 
26. Oh, that's a pass. At least it's a pass. 40. 40. Luke wins Luke, that one. Oh, one. shit. Yeah, for Keith sure. Vigna Keith fucking Vigna murdered Johnny Pettymore. Pettymore. Good thing that didn't happen canonically. <laughs> um, we literally had someone on the subreddit ask. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, I wanted to see John kill Keith. Yeah, and we all agreed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, to whatever uh, user that was, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> to whatever Keith user. Kill, Keith kills John, and you know what? I'm going to role play it out. <laughs> Keith, use, use your character voice. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> Keith uh, walks into the uh, walks into the cube, squares up with John, and we're looking at each other in the eye. And Keith is looking at John like, "Man, I really don't want to do this." John, John is looking, is at, looking Keith, at Keith like, Keith, "Man, like, I really want to do this." Really wants to kill me, and I see that. And then you shoot him. You just pull the gun. <laughs> yeah, at that second. And then no, you pull the gun you out of your pants. And then I pull the gun out of my Yeah. No, no I, uh, I, I, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Rena, uh, the uh, the same user asked, uh, are you really going to end the podcast if you don't hit the Patreon goal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We will continue the story for but, for us, but yeah. we will have the fan on. We will have the door the open. Yeah. <laughs> we will be we will be getting drunker than we yep. do. And Zach won't be spending like countless a hours. full time job every week. Instead, I'll hang out with my wife editing. all the time. Well, your wife sucks. <laughs> that's not true. No, right? That's not true. <laughs> that's oh not my true. god. Well, I just uh, you've got the coolest wife. I know. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Taylor, who did a stellar job in the episode Sweater Vest, Sweater Vest, Sweater Vest with Joe on his backstory. We are she also bringing it. her back shortly. Woo-hoo. Oh, spoilers. I haven't no. listened to yours. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, on, on one of the breaks, also shout out to Product. Um, <laughs> on one of the breaks, I... I'm married uh, to Product. I, I walked into the kitchen to throw away a beer can and... Recycle. To recycle a beer can, and they have that uh, beer I was like, mm, "This smells so good." You had another question coming from. Oh no, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pull us up. <laughs> no, question is. from Joe: Can we leave? Def- <laughs> yeah, it is hot definitely in here. edit all of that shit out. Uh, yep. Yep, 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 do yep, we yep. do we have another question to end it with, or a, a thing to? Well, uh, wait. Let's expound a little bit more on. Yes, we are going to end the podcast. There you go. So yeah, uh, sadly. We will have to uh, stop releasing uh, weekly and free episodes and any episodes for anyone. We'll just shut down completely. And <laughs> and let's not mention that we, like, don't even mention we'll keep playing it. Just oh. be like, no, this is the end. Yeah, of course it's the end. Yep. We definitely won't keep playing and we'll, we'll know. <laughs> I mean, we won't know what happens to these characters, but... Uh, if you don't... <laughs> if we don't make $1,000 a month, we won't be friends anymore. Oh, yeah. No, I'll never <laughs> hang out with these guys again. Why would I? That's pretty true. Yeah. I will move out of the house. Lately, this house I've... that we all live in. Yeah, well. Uh, but we do need to make it worth Zach's time. That's the uh, bottom line. He he, he, put, he puts hours and hours and hours and hours into it. It needs to be uh, uh, something that he can uh, be able to do. But more importantly, we really want to grow this into a big enterprise where we are delivering you solid content, not only on a weekly basis, but on maybe a twice a week basis. The episodes can get longer. We can get bonus episodes. We can start a second podcast. There are so many things that exactly. we can do. We 
can play other games. Yeah. Um, this is super fun. It's something we'd really like to keep doing, yeah. all of us. And so and what we would like to say is thank you. Thank you yeah, so thanks. much for hopping on board right away. That's guys, so fucking cool of you to did. do. Everybody that is listening to this right now. Keep telling your friends about the podcast. That's one of the easiest ways you can help uh, help us grow is by telling your friends that uh, we're doing this weird thing. If you know somebody who likes funny stuff, tell them. And if you know somebody who likes spooky stuff, tell them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's the same person, you can tell them twice. Keep reviewing us on iTunes. We, oh we'd God. love to hear it. Even the negative reviews like really help us. We got one that uh, we were all pretty tickled by <laughs> because it specifically said, you know, this podcast is just four white guys sitting around being funny. And they didn't say trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they didn't they say trying. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly so a horror podcast you know role play podcast isn't for everybody but at least you like us <laughs> <laughs> so thank you uh thank you so much for th- supporting us it it really honestly it it means it means so so much to us that you care enough to do that and we are infinitely and uh, disgustingly grateful. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so let's send it on back to Wolf the Dog. We'll see you next month. We'll see you next month. Well, well, well. What a lovely conversation that was had by all. One of those guys sounds familiar. Like we are related or something. Anyway. Remember, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and even your frenemies to click on over to patreon.com slash pretending pod and become an honorary police officer. If you got any more inquiries for the fine people on the podcast, submit them to at pretending pod on Twitter or Instagram, or post them on our Facebook page or the subreddit, or email them to pretendingpod at gmail.com, or go all out, record audio of you asking your question, and send that so they can use it in the episode. I just wanted to apologize for saying kudzu was dishing out hot slop. You see, for your boy wolf, hot slop is something good. And something good in the neighborhood is kudzu with no backbone.